0: tony lightfoot well here we
1: are in another edition of the twbc podcast my name is tony lightfoot and once again thanking you for your support all right then so uh, I have the opportunity right here, uh, just before we uh, get into the Malibu Open here at Lyman Land in Tuscaloosa, uh, starting tomorrow. Uh, I have the opportunity here to interview uh, a skier who comes to us in France, who is uh, not only uh, the best uh, best European jumper out there; he is also the the best european men's overall skier and we'll be looking to try and make it onto the podium at the uh, the world championships coming up in a few weeks his name is louis dupland Freibourg and uh welcome to the podcast thank you very much happy to be here Indeed, indeed. So, uh, did I get the name right? Did I get the pronunciation right? It was all good. It you've was. Been,
2: uh, you've been uh, improving a lot since uh, these couple of years.
1: I'm, I'm, I try. I try. I try. I, try, I try to improve at the same rate as the skiers. Uh, certainly, especially with the ne- with the name pronunciations. Anyway, yeah. next next time we we do the writing test. Ah, <laughs> no, no, don't t- t- test me <laughs> on the writing. I I, I, c- I think I could spell your name out pretty well. Uh, yeah. So 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 louis you come to us uh, from a a very large water skiing family i mean you, i mean you've got your you got two brothers that are in it, tristan and paul right yeah two little brothers and uh, the rest of family skis i would say yeah
2: yeah so like the the story is like my grandpa on the side of my mom started uh, they were on the beach during the summer when my mom was little she was seven eight years old which beach uh, in the French Riviera In Antibes Nice Close to Nice Saint Tropez Cannes All these place Like a Joanne Bl- Joanne Joan Lepin. Lepin Exactly That's yeah. where At the Antibes Ski club Uh huh uh, Jean, and uh, so at the Belle Rive. I started at the Belle Rive uh, ski club. They they were just like hanging around on the beach. They saw people water skiing and say, "Oh, that's cool. We want to try." Do you know Do you know how much history that that site has for World Championship water
1: skiing? Like the very first world's yeah, World, first yeah, first
2: World, yeah. I know. I went on Wikipedia looking at World Championship edition, and I found like they hosted the first one. Yeah, Jean Lapin. Yeah, so that's that's exactly where I started with the underdog, the like where. We say in France that the water ski is born. Mm-hmm. And so, my mom, my grandpa stayed there with my grandma. My mom met my dad at 23, 25 years old. They started war skiing. Uh, I started war skiing there when I was born with my brothers. And they were not really competing, uh, doing tournaments. But we just started like, going to the lake once a week, twice, then three times a week, started tournament at six, eight years old. And that's how we, we just like, started competing. Okay, so
1: which lake did you, uh, did you first go, uh, go to? I mean, because there's a number of facilities around that area, you know. There's, there's the Monegasque uh, uh, sure. place in, uh, in Rockbroon, but I'm sure there's somewhere else, other places along the French Riviera, right? So, there is, um, I'm from the Alps, uh-huh. from
2: Grenoble, close to Lyon.
1: Grenoble, yeah. uh, which itself has history
2: with the Winter Olympic Games. Exactly, exactly, 1968. So, that's where I'm from so during water, winter i was snow skiing and during summer i was water skiing because there is a, a lake down there uh, like 15 minutes far from my house so i've been like tr- training going water ski there when i was like i don't know uh, not in in uh, in holidays and when we were in holidays we were just going to the south of france when i was really little and so south of france was the french riviera and i was skiing there but like that was just for fun i was doing way more tubes and uh wake surfing then i was doing uh <laughs> i was doing water ski at that time just goofing off a little bit but that but then again i
1: mean uh but i mean doing that kind of stuff actually helps you uh get balanced when it comes to tricking and that kind of, that kind of stuff you know i mean i mean a lot of people that that i that i get to coach or any or or guys like richard abelson get to coach you know i mean you have to spend time on the ski getting used to ski getting balanced on the ski before you really get seriously into learning tricks you know because i mean it'll be like beating your head against a brick wall if you don't have have the basic package of balance right
2: i i did it that way eating eating catching edge like, uh, I remember when I was little, my coach used to just, like, slap my head at the bottom of the, my head just to say, like, that's the tricks, uh, the trick's feeling. When you catch the edge, it's like, that's what you're going to get. That was, like, friendly, obviously. Yeah. But, but that was just, like, for the fun fact. Yeah, just like yeah. concussion, you know, just uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was it. But, yeah, no, like, definitely spend time on the, on the ski helps a lot. I, that's why I grew up, like, doing a lot of tricks. And I was known first because I was doing a lot of... Uh, I was good in tricks because like, I just spent like, my whole childhood tricking. And then I was doing like slalom and jump. Jump I was fine because I was snow skier. Mm-hmm. I used to compete with uh, Leo Angano and Hugo Degrip. I don't okay. know if you remember them like they were like really Leo. Yeah, I know.
1: Yeah, I know of Leo. I know of Leo, and I know yeah. that uh, Ines, Ines yeah, as well. Yeah,
2: exactly. So it's uh, Ines' big brothers, mm-hmm. and so we we were training together. We were we grew up together. Snow skiing, uh, uh, so water skiing, and they chose they, uh, they chose the water ski. Uh, Alpin snow, ski, sorry. alpine ski, so snow skiing, and me water ski. But yeah, still uh, still see them. We're really close, so. Uh, that's funny yeah so like yeah we so I use like do not jump damage and just like trick, trick 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 just to get used to the balance of the ski and learn tricks basically
1: okay so when did it get discovered by the by the French national program you know because I mean they're I mean they're always on the lookout for for the for like the next
2: Patrice Martin or the, <laughs> you know yeah uh we we have like a really good system in France um they, we have a national technique director or something like a that. Technical you call? director, yeah. yeah. So they used to organize training camp two or three times a year, and uh, like at ten years old, I did my first one. I was with uh, like all the the. I was uh, with the Diane brother. Uh, Tiba, t- uh, not Tibo, because he was with Tangi, I was with Tangi uh some guys from my club from some leo hugo which, uh, i talk about, that, about about them uh young uh, girls that uh that no ski anymore like a lot of french people uh young french people we were like a big generation at the time and that's how we started we were seeing one or two times each a year with the coaches uh-huh. and we just like like, uh, trying to improve. That was, like, the best memory I have from Rower Ski. Like, literally, these training camps were just so soft. And it was one week. We are going on the lake. We are just skiing all day, hanging out all together, and just having fun. That was, like, a really good memory.
1: Okay, so the first event that you really started to excel in was tricks, And then, then yeah. it branched out into Slalom. And now we're seeing you in the jump event, you know, just, just re- really really going toe-to-toe with some of the really really good jumpers of of the world uh i mean i mean tell it tell us tell us how you've gotten from there
2: to to here in jumping yeah um in jumping i was jumping pretty far as a junior what i remember (laughs) i did like 191 as a junior one master in jump junior master so i was a good jumper 30 at 31k, uh-huh. and then when I switched to 37, I had like time to adapt. Loved six foot, but when I moved to to 57, that was another dimension. Oh wow! Like my technique was not ready for 51, uh, 57. So I spent a lot of time riding my ski with Na- Natalia Benikova at Jacks. Uh-huh. She helped me a lot to figure out how to kick a ramp, how to turn my ski how to do a countercut. She basically like rebuild everything uh, mm-hmm. to like set up everything and then uh, just like hang on to the handle and send it. Okay. That was like the, the mentality. Okay. That's okay. That sounds pretty good. That almost sounds
1: pretty good to what uh, Luca Rockenvold told me about about how he progressed and how he would spend you know like like set upon set just riding the
2: jump skis because I, mean, that's
1: it, I yeah. mean I mean I mean I mean, jumping is more than just hitting the ramp. I mean, oh, yeah, you, I yeah, mean, yeah. you've got to prepare for it, right?
2: Yeah, if you prepare it good, I would say going, like, kicking the ramp is the easiest part. Maybe not, like, the easiest, but, like, when you have, like, a good setup, you just are having a blast out there. And that's, like, how you can build your jump to get the best timing and setup for the ramp okay tell us about your involvement with with jack travers his
1: ski school you know because you mentioned uh, natalia bird sure yeah. you know and uh, the sets that you've taken with her now uh i mean jack i mean jack's place i mean um, i mean i mean i'm, I'm being I'm being fair here to to him and him and the other ski schools you know i mean didn't appear doesn't appear a, didn't appear at the time to be you know some place that would that would ordinarily bring in you know s- someone from france i mean you or your brothers you know uh, to to actually ski there on a constant basis i mean yeah. the french tend to do more that more of their own thing you know be able to communicate in their own language and train their own skiers you know you know get a, find a lake you know and and train that way but to but to kind of uproot yourself a little bit from where you were in france and ski with with Jack and Lani and uh, Jonathan and uh, and Natalia. I mean, what kind of transition was it sure. for you from yeah. skiing in France to to training yeah, yes. almost exclusively yeah. there?
2: So, the story is that my parents, so as I told you, like they were just like war skier. Uh-huh. But like, but like, I would call them Sunday war skier in France. Recreational skier. Yeah, for sure, sure. Okay so um, they were still like, they were like like they, lo- they love war skiing so they were just like doing some training camp in the south west of france in Agen. so where my my coach had his ski school so my coach is jean-francois rap uh-huh. and so
1: yeah it, it was, was very school. famous a french skier from the 1980s and even a little bit before then
2: yeah yeah back
1: in the days so yeah back yeah. in the day way back in the day
2: <laughs> but yeah islam good entry good and so, he basically, like, uh, trained me since I was six, five, six years old until... Uh, he's not the only one who have trained me, but, like, I stick with him for until now. And so, at 13 years old, so it was 10 years ago, he said, let's do a training camp in the U.S. And him, back at, when he started war skiing, he was one of the Jack Travers' first clients. Wow. And so, when, it was when Jai was... Uh, was uh, left McCormick ski school and just like building his own ski school he was one of the first guy with him so that
1: would be consistent with him being a skiing star in the 1970s, because I mean uh, they're about to celebrate 50 years. Yeah. Uh, at Jack Travers in d- So I mean 1973 about the the first clients. That would be consistent. Yeah. But go. But
2: keep on yeah. going. So he just said, "I said, okay, let's go to the US." And he's been like really committed to Jacks. Like every time he goes to to Jack, he goes there. So we just like went there. And I studied there. Like when the first time I got there, I was like, I was like, uh, stars in my eyes. I was like, wow, oh, that's the U.S. It's where John Travis is from. Uh, Jack Travis for, is from. Like, uh, uh, I was like, like a fan. Yeah. was awesome. Really, really good Star- memories. St- starstruck is the word you're looking for. Yeah, mm. probably. <laughs> yeah, I was just like so so happy to be there. So since then, I've been doing like two weeks of training. Uh, sorry i was doing every time i was going there four times a year two weeks of training there uh, with the ski crew uh, and that's I, I skied a lot of, uh, with jack at the beginning and then i moved to nadi in 2021 because my my parents decided to buy, buy a house there because we were spending a lot of time there uh-huh and so that's how like i've been skiing a lot there i was on my side i was like still in school so in 2020 I got into my business school. I'm still in inside of it, but I have a special track for athletes. So okay, where where's the business school at? I'm in my hometown, Grenoble. Oh, okay. Yeah, and so I was uh, I'm still in the business school and just like before I had like a normal tra- uh, track. Then graduated, did two years of preparation, and now I'm in my business school, it's like six six hours of uh, studying per week. Mm-hmm. Everything online, so that helps me a lot to go to the US, train a lot there, yeah, and compete. Every, everything was online in the twenty in twenty yeah, twenty, <laughs> except COVID. <laughs> uh, yeah, it exa- was
1: perfect except COVID. Yeah, exa- uh, exactly. So, so, yeah. so you, I mean, you've you pretty much matured as like one of Europe's top overall skiers, you know. I mean, and you've got your your younger brothers are catching up uh, pretty, uh, yeah, uh, pretty. Pretty uh, pretty close as well. I mean, what's what is the what is the competitive spirit between you and your brothers? I mean, are you trying to do outdo each other? You know, you you know, uh, watch this, you know, and you know, see if
2: you can match this. Huh? Literally, when we grew up, Paul, Paul, and Tristan were chasing me because, like, I was singing like, okay, uh, I don't know, twelve. when I was twelve years old, I did that, that in slalom, that in tricks, that in jump. What you yeah. did and then they were like that was their aim and they did better mm-hmm. but I like, as soon as like we're getting like the same edge like now we even more equal but I would say I would say uh, like we, when we go when we train together it's just like ice ski Polski, ski tristan ski and that's it like there is no damage like not damage uh, competitive spirit I mean we love to compete against each other I think but it's just more we more we're trying to help each other more than, more more push. than try and like beat each other up, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, did that when we, we did that. Like we fight a lot when we grew up. But not we've on, like on the water. Not on the water. So, 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 what were the
1: arguments over? Were they over? You know, uh, uh, who who get who gets to drive the car in the evening? Do you argue argue over girlfriends and stuff like that, or what have
2: you? Oh, who get the food? Who gets the food? <laughs> no, 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 uh, <laughs> no, no. No, it's there.
1: who gets the last baguette.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, it's just uh oh, well, not damage. Just a uh, just. No I, not, not damaged like that way we just like uh, we we just having fun Yeah mm-hmm. Yeah we Paul is pretty competitive He hates losing mm-hmm. And it makes me so fun, Like I'm like laughing so hard Like when he's losing So because like We when we play a lot of video game, uh and, and so it's re- he, he grew up like that But now he's like Facing, like so what? So what side. video game is your favorite? You you you've got to spill the beans on this one. Oh, I, we grew up without PlayStation, so it's just okay. like uh, I don't know, like a uh, game on the iPhone or iPad. That was it. Nothing like Madden or anything like that. Nothing. Nothing on the computer. Nothing like that was uh, we had like, a rough childhood, I guess. I would say <laughs> <laughs> a rough childhood. Oh, I'm joking. So, uh,
1: so I mean, you're not sp- not being very specific with the uh, with the video games. How no, about how da. about how about music selection? Music I mean, I, b- oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, when you prepare for a jump and you put your headphones on and you're looking to psych yourself up, and uh, and this is borrowed a little bit from what Luca Rockenwald has said. And I asked him how he prepared for jump, and he put the headphones on, and he says he's, you know. Uh, yeah, uh, and uh, he he listens to something from the Eighth Mile, uh, Lose Yourself from Eminem. Yeah, is that is that something you can go with, or are you you're looking for something a little bit more? Uh, uh, I I don't know, uh, no. French.
2: Oh, definitely French French rap a lot. French rap, yeah.
1: what, what, does, do you, that? what does that sound oh. like? Hip
2: <laughs> hop. I wouldn't make you. Uh, I do not No, don't worry, don't don't
1: don't worry. <laughs> I don't want to lose the audience at this point.
2: But, yeah, French rap. Uh, a lot of melody. I like it to go recently. I love uh, melody before s- to ski and yeah, getting ready to jump. I don't know. I would like listen to my song. I would have a set I hear in this industry like getting to the zone. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, just like my music, like just making me uh, enjoy. It would just remind me like, hey, like uh, I'm doing the dream, of, like the, my dream job. It's literally we in the best, the 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 best, and one of the most beautiful places in the world. So just uh just have fun and do what you want know to do, and that's it. Just get it act. Okay. Uh,
1: one thing that's kind of cropped up a little bit. You mentioned you're currently enrolled in business school, or were yeah. were enrolled in business school in in Grenoble. Did were was any did anyone ever approach you to to ski? Uh, in the in the American collegiate skiing, because I mean, like Tebo and Tongay they yeah. both skied for a uh, Florida Southern College, exactly, and a number of other French skiers. You know, of, of uh,
2: Frank. Yeah, used to go there.
1: Too. You know, Frank Desbois yeah. and uh, Frank. Pa- Patrick Cavo from even further in the past. You know, he skied for USL, which uh, became the University of Louisiana at Lafayette. You know, I, I used to ski for that ski team as well. So yeah. a little bit of a story in there. But uh, but yeah, basic premise of the question: Did you ever wanted to ski? Allegedly No
2: No 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 like, No Because like first I didn't know it was that fun Like the, the video I see uh, I've been seeing It like, looks really fun And secondly It's just like uh, Until I get like my, To my business school My parents always said like key is a Is a hobby and like you need to get a, a job so for me it was just like if I was good mark in school I could work ski in the weekend so the better was my my the more water skier, the, the more ski I can get in the weekend so I, so I was like studying a lot to water ski I love water ski and so when I got into business school because I, I was like trying to get my job and see after what I want to do but right now I love Worski a lot.
1: <laughs> so okay, I never really asked you or, or found out or 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 know uh, or, uh, what what your parents do so far as their occupation because it, it is it, it sounds it sounds like it's a very very business orientated. Yeah, my mom is in the She She oh, like, of of course.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so at first I wanted to do that. I did an internship with her, 2021. By the second day I said I look at her. Like, and said, like a job shadow type deal. Like yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And I look at her and say, Shh, "No, that's not for me. You can sell the the company, and I'm not. I'm not like <laughs> going okay, for so, that." Okay, so 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 hang on, but step back a little bit. So you
1: so so your parents actually own a company. That- so my mom is a so
2: that's like an accounting company for uh, on my mom's side. So my grand grandfather was an accountant. My grandfather was an accountant. My mom is an accountant. And so they still have the, piece, uh, they have the business, but the, co- the cabinet, like the, the company. But I'm sure like, I don't want to do that. And mm-hmm. on my dad's side, he has a company selling um, uh, cable lights, all uh, all the like the supply for when you're building a house. Uh-huh. So he's just like working with electrician, people putting AC, plumber and so on okay so electrical firm yeah. for how, uh, from the residen- south. Re- residential electrical firm yeah so he's from the south France so my parents are together but we're not we're not living together we our me and my three brother were so my two brothers and I were with my mom in Grenoble uh-huh. and he's from Avignon so in in the mid, like two hours in south of us so he was yeah. just doing the back and forth all the week to see us yeah. and on the yeah. and hang out with us okay. on the weekend yeah, I know Avignon.
1: Avignon is oh, yeah. actu- is actually twinned with my hometown in England called Colchester. Oh yeah? Yeah, yeah, you probably see a sign that says Colchester, England, oh, yeah, yeah, twinned yeah. with Avignon. Incredible, but, okay. Yeah, I mean it's 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 a small world I guess. Yeah. But uh but you we're here at the Malibu Open. Uh I mean you're the you're you are the European jump champion. Uh you've uh you you set a new site record over in San Gervasio I mean, sure, yeah, yeah and, and I mean, how close are you to your personal best, or is that it?
2: Uh, in San Giovanni, it's sixty four point four. I don't know in feet, like two twelve. I think 13, it, yeah, it's yes, yeah. about two twelve, two thirty. Yeah, and so this year I, uh, I set up the two times the, the French national record. Oh Genre. yeah, because you did that uh, at in Lacano no, I did. And- in Lacanel Yeah, 68.1, so it was 224. Wow. And in the last stop of the, the, uh, the World War Skier uh, overall tour in Lake Fluid. Through. Yeah, Fluid. Yeah, I, I did 225, so 68.7. So yeah. Wow. That's what like, yeah.
1: I What would it mean to you to, pr- to produce that kind of distance in the World Championship final and maybe win the overall World Championship at that time?
2: Uh, this year is my dream. <laughs> it would be like a dream like, like uh, being a world champion always has been a dream since uh, I started war skiing I can't remember it's just always been the goal so it's literally like my my biggest goal like my goal of the year so yeah like it would be just like like a dream and what would it be like to be on a winning French team at the same time? it would be just how uh, oh, it would be softened. I would love it I would love it just like cheers with uh, everyone share cheers like, with the team would be just something really special
1: ok actually that begs the question who is on the French team for the for the world championships obviously you are going to be on there that's
2: a good question <laughs> I didn't I, I didn't I don't know you don't know uh, I think so I think for the French team is going to be uh, I think Thibaut Manon uh, Paul my brother me and the La- and Tongi but I don't know if we need one more girl or not no you need one more girl uh, because Ines Ines got a concussion and how did she do that? at at uh, Europeans under 21 in Bordeaux oh she, she crashed on the second jump in the final and so she had a concussion and she uh torn her hamstring or something like that Ugh. i'm not sure about that just so a she, torn hamstring alone would ke- yeah. would keep her out so she she's not recovered yet and she said like she was not coming to work so we might put uh, laura philly in tricks uh-huh. that's the other girl we have or marilou moulagne like the she's f- 15 16 the, the the daughter of christophe yeah <laughs> Divergier so, Mary Lou Divergier oh, sorry, sorry, uh, yeah. sorry my, bad, yeah, my bad Mary Lou <laughs> yeah, yeah. is in, in Ohio right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, sorry my bad uh, so yeah I don't know who's gonna make the team we currently waiting for the French convocation because like we get the convocation to see like who is in the team who is like specialist but right now we did not receive yet so okay all right then so we'll put a wrap on this
1: uh podcast uh thanking uh thanking my good friend here louis dupland freibor uh for uh for his
2: participation uh do it do you have any parting words uh no just like uh yeah just like big just like wave at the the french people who are gonna listen to that and my family my family my team just like uh, thank you for for your help uh, daily because uh Sometimes in pain in the ass, I guess. <laughs> and uh, that's it. Alright then. That has been the the latest edition of the TWBC
1: podcast with Louis Diplom Freiburg. Uh, we wish him the best of luck with the Malibu Open uh, this Thank weekend you. and with the remainder of the season. But until uh, the next episode,
0: it is Ciao for now. Thank you for listening to the TWBC Podcast. Be sure to check out our website at waterskibroadcasting.com.